everyone, and welcome to episode 117 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts. Uh, my name is Craig. And my name is Craig as well. There are two Craigs afoot. Yes, always. And, always. and just like how you're always guaranteed a Craig, you're always guaranteed the news on this podcast. So let's get into the news. <laughs> yeah you know it's gonna say it, it every it, single time you know that right it, it, it was it wasn't i don't know it wasn't my best i'm not the i'm not exactly the proudest we're, of that we're gonna have one. to call but you barry do you want to try again or do you want to roll with it no we're gonna roll with it because right, you want to know what you because you want to know what because you guys are always on the podcast but you want to know what i don't expect gamers suck okay is is what i'm going to talk about this week uh, we had okay. two incidents this week where Santa Monica uh, Santa Santa Monica developers get sent unsolicited dick pics because people are upset that God of War isn't being shown off. And then we also have an incident where the Monkey Island developer also announced he's going to stop sharing news about the game because people are criticizing the art style. Um, what? I'm not sure if I need like I should have to say this to be honest, but. People suck. I really hate gamers sometimes and how people think they're so entitled to. I want news now. Give me news or tell me it's delayed. Like it's. We we don't have any right to demand from any game developer when we should have news or when they should tell us. It's up to them and them alone because game development has changed since COVID. It's not the so many people are now working from home and it's just not the same. And I just can't believe, you know, somebody, especially like Santa Monica Studios. No one deserves unsolicited dick pics. No one right. deserves right. that. <laughs> it's just a, a flood of them. Like if, yeah. if for whatever reason, any of us got it or any of us like that we knew had like unsolicited dick pics, I deactivate my Twitter. I'd be like, yeah, Twitter's done. Yeah. I'm yep. I'm done with it. It's just the the hazing i can't stand for the way people act i can't stand for it's just absolutely disrespectful to to people and i just saw this stuff and i got mad because i'm we're just all of us are excited for game of sorry god of war yep just like everybody else's we all want to hear when it's coming out we hope it's this year if it's not mm -hmm. whatever but yeah. we don't have any right to entitle okay when are like you got to tell us soon here, like because we have to know. I just think it's yeah. think it's ridiculous. But uh, if you what, guys are more than welcome to share your thoughts. What happened? What happened to the days where we were just excited just to get a game like like one hundred percent of the way? Like not when it's coming out or whatever, but like let's all just try to remember when we were younger. I don't care if you're which generation you are, um, there was a time where you were just happy to have a copy of even a crappy game in your hands. You know, like, I remember the first time I got the PlayStation, I got a game called Two Extreme. It was a very... So good. <laughs> it, it, it was very, very not my game. And I played that to death until I had the first PlayStation game that was bought for me after that. And that game was my playstation game and like like what, what what happened to that feeling you know we yeah. should just be thankful people are working through 
these COVID like, and we're not even, we're not out of COVID, you know what I mean? Even though we all kind of feel like it's a lot more subdued in terms of what it restricts us to, but everybody still has to work and we're trying to see a good product, especially with a game like God of War, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, we should not be as pressing and just let game developers do their job. They're working under extreme pressure and they're working under more extreme circumstances than they're used to. Let's just let them do their job. I think what happened is we have easy access to the developers where in back in the day we didn't, right? Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, like we yep. didn't have that access. So I think there was probably still people like that out there, but like you just didn't have that way to get in contact and have them actually hear you. So you just kind of were like, oh man, I wish I wish I knew when Final Fantasy VIII was coming out. I'm tired of mm -hmm. playing seven for the 15th time, but mm -hmm. you just kind of waited for E3 or whatever. I mean, I remember having a, uh, a countdown on my calendar that I scratched off every day for Tony Hawk, the very first Tony Hawk game. Um, just being like, oh man, 47 more days until Tony Hawk's Pro Skater comes out on PlayStation. Yep. Um, that's just, you know, that's just what you did. Um, but yeah, and I don't know if you had it written down anywhere, Barry, but also tying into that, there was the guy who bought $40,000 of Nintendo stock just yeah. so he could go to the board meeting to ask when they're going to remake F-Zero. Like, mm -hmm. I guess if you have that kind of money to throw around, I'm okay with, with his method, honestly, because he had the money to buy the stocks to be in the shareholders meeting to be like, hey, you guys going to make an F-Zero remake? That's fine. Um, but yeah, the hazing and all that going on over a God of War game, because if they think this is going to push them to release it earlier and it's not done, then they're just going to complain that it's not finished and looks like crap. So, I mean, you just, yeah, like you said, put on your big boy pants and wait like everybody else until they tell us. And it's not going to make it go any faster, these methods that they're trying. So, yeah, it's a little childish, I think. I saw that uh I saw that article too. If you guys had forty thousand dollars worth of Nintendo stock, would F Zero be the game that you asked for when you got into the shareholder? Because like I was surprised. F Zero is yeah. not my first Nintendo like choice or second right. or third or fourth, or you could see where I'm going with this. So <laughs> you would think so, you would think like Breath of the Wild would have been what he would have asked. You know? Like once Breath of the Wild coming out. <laughs> And they're still going to tell you, you're not going to learn that from us, even if you do own $40,000 of stock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I like to think is that this man, because F-Zero game, <laughs> because the F-Zero game really hasn't come out in a long time, he mm -hmm. invested that money and now has enough money to get into the shareholders meeting just because yeah. he never spent the, the money on other <laughs> F-Zero games. Where there you go. If you were a Mario, a Pokemon, or any other fan, you'd probably spend the money for it. I have, yeah, I've got no problem with what he did. I, it, that's yeah. more like fun, I guess, meme culture, funny in a nice way. And yeah. to be honest, there are a group of people who really want to see another F Zero game come to come to the Nintendo, whether it's a remaster or it's a brand new game of some way. I just feel like Nintendo feels like they don't have to do that because you have games like Wipeout that are kind of like it, and you also their racing game is Mario Kart. That's what yeah. they that's what they want you to get is Mario Kart. But mm -hmm. I I would not be opposed to be seeing another F0 game of course. It's something that we haven't seen for a while. 
I just have a feeling that the reason they haven't made it yet is because really not enough people are asking for it. Uh, yeah, except the, the F's. Yeah, except that guy. Yeah. <laughs> if if every F-Zero fan did the same thing he did, then they'd probably be a little bit more inclined to do so. But not everybody's got 40 K's just laying around in stock to use. So true. Would have been great. Yeah. Been also, great. Oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, mine's no, no, stupid. No, I want to hear it. I was going to say, wouldn't it have been great if he just walked in and just stepped into that shareholders meeting after acquiring all that stock and just went, show me your moves. Like just <laughs> like walked in and just show me your moves, Tim. Like just I, I hope he did that and they just didn't report that because that would have been great. That Barry, you do hilarious. not seem impressed with uh, <laughs> with my hopeful theory here. I think he's just blown away with how good that was. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not that I'm not impressed. I I just don't have the kind of it. I just didn't imagine ever that being a thing. And then when you said it, I was like, oh, okay, that does make sense. That would uh, been the greatest. That's just thing. my face. Yeah, that's just my just, face. That's it's, just I, my I, face. <laughs> yeah, just don't so I, surprise very well. I do want to tie into this kind of with uh, something else, and I, this is probably more your alley, Barry, but also Sucker Punch has no plans to visit infamous or sly cooper which kind of ties into what nintendo's doing and i know that's got to hurt your soul a little bit like i could go for an infamous remaster i think that could be cool one and two um third one eh. but like i could go for those and sly cooper i think would do well i'm just surprised they're just pretty much totally ruling it off the table yeah, I, I do personally think that those types of games aren't considered maybe necessarily needed to be remastered yet, but it also doesn't have to be Sucker Punch that does them. They yeah. bought Blue Point that remastered Demon Souls. If they're going to have like Blue Point as the people who do remasters for them or create their own games completely up to you know what they decide to do with it, they could just have Blue Point remaster old games that were on the PS3 and Infamous. You're right. It's something I'd like to see because yeah. it was one of those. And especially right now with this, like you don't see a lot of original hero games out anymore, if ever. It's funny you mentioned that because during all of the the talk about it, I watched like a 45 minute video on YouTube about how Infamous was one of like the better hero games that has ever yeah. come out. And yeah. especially due to its originality with be getting the choice of being good or evil like electric powers aren't necessarily something that is original but the making a new character making a new character making a new storyline like that in itself is something to be commended for because everybody else just kind of tries to a hero game now is either tied to avengers tied to marvel or yeah. tied to dc tied yeah. to something and you just don't see the originality anymore. And that's something that Infamous really should have gotten more attention for because this was also before I like I, I think Infamous came out before the huge Marvel rush or yeah. Yeah, just a, just one. around yeah. there. Because uh, I can't I can't coincide when the if, first if Iron were, Man came out. If you remember too, Infamous, the first Infamous was the game you got free when that big PS3 server fiasco happened way back in yeah, the Yeah, I was a part of that. I remember that. Yep. yep. And that's when I actually played it. Um, I don't know if you guys beat the original Infamous or not. Like, yeah, I, I did. Okay. I don't want to, like, it's an old game, but, like, yeah, the ending and who the villain was, I thought was really cool. It was a cool yeah. idea. Um, yeah. I would just, 
I would say I'd be down for another like a newer Infamous, but I wasn't a fan of the last one that they did. Um, and I don't even remember what it was called. Second remember... Son. Second Son, yeah. yeah. I wasn't a huge fan, but the first two, they were something special back in the day. Yeah, they, um, yeah two kind they... of... Go ahead. I was going to say that that idea, like I was just going to kind of go along with your point, Barry, as to that idea is often it's not often used in games as much as it should but it's things that put games like fable or even going farther back than fable games like black or black and white or black or white i forget which one it was it's an i was a computer game for back in the day where you basically played like a god and you could choose between being a good god or an evil god you had like the one like floaty hand on the screen and you could pick up villagers and throw them or you could save everybody it was your choice that that idea is great um and I don't know. That if game it's... sounds so familiar to me for some reason. I might have played yeah. that. Yeah, there's two. It, of them it wouldn't run least. on my computer when it came out, so I didn't get to play it until like years later. But I'm absolutely going to look it up after this podcast because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've played that. I'm pretty sure I have. It's a it fantastic. Was fun. It was a it was a fun game. You could perform miracles, throw fireballs and lightning, yep. and build houses. And there was like other gods like in the mix and you had like a little creature that you could raise and it was either a lion or a horse or it was really yeah, good. You know what? I absolutely remember this game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, a, what a throwback. Yeah. You've kind of unlocked a childhood memory inside me in a way. I yeah. I completely forgot about that game. <laughs> it's a good concept and it's not yep. necessarily explored enough and infamous kind of brought it back in an amazing way and craig i agree with you second son necessarily wasn't their best work um but they shouldn't shy away from necessarily making that game a every five or six years mainstay at least re-release because that'll help get a new group into infamous you know you got all these people with these new next-gen consoles doctor it up a little bit make it look good for 2022 and just put it out Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. or, or keep it yeah. close, you know, give it the <laughs> demon souls treatment. Yes. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. That should be the template for everybody when they're trying to re-release you know, something, by the way, is they should write down demon souls treatment. Like that should be what they try to do. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Or, or master chief collection treatment. Yeah. I always think of that one too, as a good remaster. Yeah, that one was. Yeah. I don't want to include Mass Effect. I was trying to think of other good remasters that I can remember, but those are the two that stand out. Demon oh, for Souls. me, I guess Age of Empires for me. Yeah. Like the they they tend to stick to the original in a way. I love those games. So true. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of any else off the top well, of my head that like jump out. Making a prediction, Dead Space. I'm going to say Dead yeah. Space is going to be up there. Just making a bold prediction. True. In terms of remakes. Probably, yep. and. Is Dead Space being still made by EA? I think so. All right, because that's a transition piece there. Another tr- smooth, not really smooth transition. <laughs> it I'm was, not sure and then you... you mentioned smooth, so it lost the smoothness. So EA, and I'm not uh-huh. sure if you guys have heard of this thing going on around the internet where it's this quote, but like, she is a 10 or he is a 10, but does this. Yep. EA got flamed for a tweet saying that she's a 10, but only plays single player games. And they got absolutely bullied online for it. I'll bet. It is. It's just so funny to me that they, whoever does their social media, like they kind of had to like look at themselves afterward and 
I just don't know how you press send on that. Like if you have any yeah. awareness how people feel toward your company, especially considering everything that's gone on with EA and yeah, how they're <laughs> yeah, well, and and how they're pretty much like these cash grubbing company. You'd think like and, and the one also game that does well for them in EA was like Fallen Order, like and that mm-hmm. did tremendously well for them. So it's just it's really funny to me how anybody goes and tweets that from a billion dollar company and goes, yeah, this is a tweet I could send. Yeah. <laughs> you think that guy got fired or girl? Hmm. It's a good question. It's a good question. I don't I think so. It. I doubt it. I don't it. think so. I feel like because any send... any publicity is good publicity. That's yeah. that's yeah. they're yeah. gonna be thinking about it. Is they they not, might have gotten it's not bullied. like a it's not a awful tweet. It's just in bad taste. You know what I mean? It is in bad. Like taste. it's not like yeah. It's not like a oh my god. It's more of like a really that that you thought that was a good joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, didn't like land a... that well. No, and it's not like it's not like your clever like Wendy's. Like if you've ever seen Wendy's tweets, they're on yep. points. And they're mm-hmm. tasteful. Like, yeah, they're not Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to be, and it they didn't work out. Wendy should have came back and roasted them. That's what they should have done. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> I, I do think there were some companies that went ahead and tweeted uh, tweeted back at them. I just don't remember. I'm pretty sure Sony did, but I cannot remember what they you know clapped back with or something like that. So Sony, Sony's the one that's kind of been known for the single player game. Yeah. Fox will eventually be coming up as well because you have games like Scorn and Plague yes. Tale. Yes. Scorn game of the year. I Scorn I don't have any I don't have any smooth transitions. Craig, do you have any smooth transitions to other I don't. Stories? I Dang don't. It. I mean I have some very, very like small news. I just saw I don't know why it made me excited, but uh, PlayStation Lifestyle reported that Sony put an ad in, and I think the ad was for a software development engineer. So now there's talks because of that uh, that pl- that ad being placed that they're working on trying to get the PS3 emulations better for PS5, and I got real giddy about that. I don't know. It just it struck a chord in a weird way because I got kind of excited that that that's them trying to make uh that that better uh, specifically because now the library is way open depending on what your playstation membership is whether you're something higher than essentials or still essentials so um naughty dog is also hiring i love when naughty dog hires let's just keep putting people on naughty dog's team because they are awesome so Mine's more of a, a recruiter report, so I had no real transition because okay. I'm basically. <laughs> like, if you're looking for jobs, go to Craig for the for the next yeah. latest job listings in gaming. Yeah, I checked LinkedIn yeah, I wish, more than I, I checked Facebook. A, <laughs> I wish there was a clever pun on it that we could tie your name into Indeed somehow, <laughs> and it could be a your corner on new jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to I used to really embrace the Craigslist until like people started being weird on Craigslist. I would like yep. walk around and I'd say, oh, that's my list, you know, eggs, <laughs> milk. That's my list. You, you know, you never got tired of people asking if that was your list because I did, <laughs> especially when it first came out. Oh, did you, is that yours? Did you make that? No, Sh- shut up. <laughs> no, sh- shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> um, I got one. This one made me kind of angry. 
if we want to be angry at companies like EA, let's go after Ubisoft real quick. Okay. Um, let's do it. Suspending support on some of their older games soon, including Assassin's Creed and others. But the big thing here with Assassin's Creed specifically that I saw was that you no longer will have access to the DLC that you purchased. And I think it's Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, maybe. Um, So I think, is this the first instance of something digital you bought not being able to access anymore? Because I know it's always been a big fear. And I feel like this is one of the first big ones where you're like, oh, if you bought that DLC, I mean, you should have played it by now. But still, it's something you purchased and you can no longer access. I have a feeling they're going to change their stance on this somehow um, because they're getting a lot of heat for it. But it's like, you know, everybody's been yelling that since digital became popular. Oh, one a day is going to come where you're not going to be able to access stuff you purchased. And here it is finally in a smaller amount. You can still play the game. You just can't play the DLC. Yeah, that's strange because I know it means a lot more for Assassin's Creed 1 than it would 2 because at least 2 you have the Ezio collection out where 1... Oh, yeah. I'm trying to really remember if... Did 1 have DLC? I think it did. I I know most of them had. Yeah, Yeah. like I didn't know if 1 came out before the DLC phase really came, but Mm -hmm. there really is no way to play 1 anymore. Uh, You would... You kind of have to, you know, go into the deep backlog and <laughs> try to either stream it if even if you can or anything like that. And But at least like with Tube, you do have the Ezio collection out on all platforms that you can currently play on, even Switch. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it. I think if, for example, if you're somebody who bought Assassin's Creed 2 at launch and then instead of buying a collection, you bought all the DLC it still works on your system. You bought that. It's yours. You shouldn't be. They shouldn't yeah. be able to take that away from you. But or or if it's something where like they take the DLC off the page, I, I get that because mm-hmm. if no one's buying it, you don't need to be taking up the page there. But if if you bought the DLC, I really don't know how they could take it away from you unless it's no, some yeah. sort of server based content, which I, is I think that's what they're saying. It's server based and they don't want to pay to have the servers anymore. Hmm. Um. But yeah, you're running into, I don't know if it would potentially some sort of legal issue. I'm assuming some people who probably wouldn't have played it anyway will still probably try and sue somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting idea to be able to be like, yeah, we don't want to support, have a server running, paying for this to run for this DLC that two people are playing. I get that. But still, you have to give people a right to access what they paid for. Yeah, why can't, why can't yeah, you I just locate the two people and just compensate <laughs> them for yeah. the DLC the that they can actually just have on their console? Yeah, just get them. Yeah. That's an, I mean, how many people really is this devastating? You know, if it's right. <laughs> if it's I saw like it, mil. Yeah, I saw it was mentioned as a potential solution is like just unlock that DLC for everybody. Right. Like then some some sort of way where you don't have to have it behind a paywall on a server. Just make it free for everybody and then you don't have to worry about it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how they do that. But that was, you know, an idea that was floated out there to them. Yeah, one thing I'll say is this definitely affects more than just like two people, because I know like most gamers probably in the United States aren't really the ones that are playing Assassin's Creed 2 right now. Mm -hmm. But as somebody who's given his, you know, cousin from Costa Rica older consoles. He 
plays the older games because that's all he can get his hands on because all the yeah. other games are far too expensive or something like that. So mm-hmm. I can see it affecting a lot more and I can see where Ubisoft is probably like, oh, well, our international crowd, you know, they don't matter, I guess, in a way. Yeah. But, you know, Assassin's Creed 2 and 1, and I know we're using those primarily as the heavy example here, is this is a very, like, finite example that we're using there. There are so many other games that this is going to affect, and yeah. fans of the series could definitely be angry at it. I I don't agree with taking any type of content somebody pays for away. It's a lot... To, it, it almost... It, it's got a lot to do with, like, the ROM stuff as well, where if you owned the game physically, you can download a ROM legally as a backup in case that game is hard to get, where... That it's really weird to like buy a DLC and then the company themselves take it away, yeah, and yeah. that, yeah, 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 it just doesn't sound right. And I hope, so, I hope Ubisoft does something. It, just send everybody a a flash drive with the DLC they bought. <laughs> it's yeah. downloaded onto the console. Yeah. So I mean, just to clarify, because PC Gamer is the one who kind of broke this story. Um, yeah. As of September first, uh, they have like the important ones here are. Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 3, multiplayer, linking accounts, online features, access to DLC. So 2, 3, Brotherhood, uh, Liberation, all are losing access to DLC on September 1st. Um, The other ones here, Driver, San Francisco, DLC's gone. Um, Far Cry 3, DLC will be gone on September 1st. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, all the DLC's gone. Um, and then multiplayer will be gone on Splinter Cell Blacklist. And I know, okay. Barry, you and I played that not that long ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, there's probably not that many people playing that. But the fact that Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed 2, 3, Brotherhood and Liberations are all losing their DLC access. That's kind of a big deal. And they do say at the bottom here that uh, it'll still be available for the Ezio collection. So they're kind of being like, just buy the Ezio, Ezio collection then. Um, yeah. is their answer but that's a that's a lot of assassin's creeds and i think far cry 3 there's got to be people still playing that too i would think oh, yeah. yeah that's that's definitely that's a arguably the best far, far cry that's arguably yep. the best far cry like far cry 3 had yeah. blood dragon i think was the dlc which was very yeah. good so yeah that's a little ridiculous so september 1st is when all that ends all right, well, let's go ahead and get out of the negative nancy news and let's try to get into some positive nintendo direct news instead it did you guys watch the nintendo direct i imagine you both did or at least have a anything like that okay i did so craig too did do you have a favorite announcement and if so what was it let me look um yes um i told you before this podcast started that i went from a non-pre-order person to a pre-order person i have five pending pre-orders right now and the fifth one actually the pre-order pandemic yeah pre-order pandemic a little p and a p there um i the fifth pre-ordered for me uh pre-order for me became the uh mario rabbits new one after that date got announced so the fact that a date was announced and what made me laugh when I was watching the direct is last week I was talking to I was talking to you guys about how hilarious October is with game releases. 
And then mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct Mini comes, and then they're just like, oh, here's another game, October 20th, Mario, Mario and Rabbit, Spark of Hope. Go ahead, go try to play all of them. Now, so that was my favorite. Um, a close second, and it's kind of funny because I believe we touched on this, but it wasn't really necessarily my cup of tea, is I got excited for everybody being able to play Persona 5 or personas on the switch like that that ending and like how they introduced it and they had more ghana just being more ghana on the screen and such like that i got happy like i'll still be playing the personas on xbox um when they get released uh well minus five because i played five way too much and royal but I was kind of happy that you could actually be mobile with a game like that because how are you supposed to finish 100-hour games when you can't be mobile with it? So yeah, that was nice for me. Uh, but like, what was your favorite, Barry? So my surprise like favorite, because I didn't think they were going to announce it, the Mega Man Battle Network Collection. Oh, yes. They are bringing back all of those games. It's going to be a two-parter, which I don't think was necessarily said in it so they're bringing out part one which is the first four and then i think part two is then i think four others or something like that or two versions of the same one i am just super excited i loved the battle network series and i remember playing it on my ds playing it on my game boy advance especially Mm -hmm. and that was just like this huge surprise to me i i considered like the battle network series a really niche series but to hear that they're going to at least put the time to port it to Switch is awesome. I'm so excited. It's just too bad we have to wait till 2023 for it. Yeah. And hopefully all those games run well. I'm pretty sure it will. But I am. that was like the thing that's by far surprised me the most because it was something I had no clue was going to happen. And something yeah. that's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know I needed it uh, because I haven't thought about the Paddle Network series in such a long time. But to see it and for them to do it uh that makes me excited enough for it so that you know that's another pre-order for me and yeah. one strange thing i guess was we saw like a weird amount of like simulator tr- uh farming type games i know and just a lot to like, see stuff it just harvest stella being made by square yeah. enix is a farming yeah. game with uh yeah with fighting stuff to it it's and then a, there's yeah, all these and stuff. Harvest Stella, I'm gonna buy. Yeah, I'm not a farming simulator guy, but I, I'm gonna buy Harvest Stella. And yeah. you also have announcements like Super Bomber Bomberman R2, another yeah. story of seasons, uh Little Noah, Sion of Paradise. We that have Vera Tomata yes, getting announced as well. Yeah. Oh, Barry, did I tell you I recently and downloaded that uh, soundtrack, by the way? I played that earlier for today, what? like the, the Nier Automata soundtrack. Good like, soundtrack. Because I Nier saw it in the direct. Week. Yeah. Um, I, use a, I use the Nier Automata and the Nier Replicant for like our D&D times. Like, I'll go ahead and play music in the background. That's usually what I play. That's so fantastic. It, it's usually a safe choice. We also, that's right, Dragon Quest Treasures was also a very weird one it's like this pokemon type game where you like capture monsters train them yeah. use them in battle and you're collecting treasure as well it seems like a really weird game this was all really third party focused but definitely for me 
I'm excited to see the Persona series. I think you guys will have a lot of fun with four if you try four golden. Persona three is definitely not as popular. Four and five tend to be the two best ones regarded in a way. And other than that, it was a good third party one. I'm excited for Mario and Rabid Spark of Hope as well. Uh, Just another another turn based game I like. I do like the twist in it. I don't care much for the Rabbids portion of things. But the combat was always really well done in uh, the Mario and Rabbit series. And that's that yeah. type of game where it'll probably sell really well. And then the following year, it's going to go down to 20 bucks for like Black Friday. Because even to this day, you still yep. see Mario versus Rabbids on shelves for 20 bucks as like a starter yeah. switch game. Isn't it funny, though, that they do that? But then any other time, it'll be it'll still be 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah then like it'll just like go on sale for It'll go on sale for like five bucks and then it'll go back up to 50 for six months. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. It is. I absolutely agree. <laughs> um, did you see the other weird game? Because I wrote I was like doing notes from the, the train simulator. Oh, no, but no, not the train simulator. Basically, the game that's a, the fox and the hound. If you remember that Disney movie, it's called. I am, <laughs> yes, and I'm interested in that. It looks like it's going to be. It looks like it's going to be one of those like really stupid emotional stories that I get way too much into it. Yeah. It automatically gave me feels of like Fox and the Hound, that Disney movie. Yeah, uh, that yep. that's the feel I get from that game. And if it amounts to any sort of emotional strings that are tied to that, it'll probably be a pretty like powerful game. In, yeah, because like even like, when the, the, the even feels when the, department. Yeah, because like even when the, the trailer before it started they were like a fawn and a wolf cub and i was like wait do you mean like a fox and a hound because like this is what this is sounding like yeah yeah. it's like i know these are two totally different animals but you're telling me that two animals have to survive in the wilderness by themselves and have to become best friends (laughs) even though they're unlikely animals to become best friends this sounds like the fox and the hound but like go ahead make the game it looks very pretty like i'm i'm intrigued i can't wait for disney to cease and desist us (laughs) <laughs> for yeah. just even mentioning one of their movies do you think yeah. it's gonna i like the art style do you think it's gonna control like brothers like twin stick one one stick is each character i think so yeah. i also think it's going to be a very popular game with couch co-op i know yeah. we really you haven't gotten a lot of really popular couch co-op games other than you know game of the year last year which uh it takes two it takes two thank you i don't it know why two. i blanked yeah, like that game was definitely meant for co-op. I feel like this game will be a good co-op game as well. Yeah. And I I just want to see a little bit more of it, maybe a little bit more of the gameplay and the stuff you'll be doing for it, because it I really love the art style. But, you know, is it what's it going to be like decision wise or puzzle wise? Because it seems to be more of like a exploration type game but I really don't yeah. know how you're going to tide people over other than the fact that this, your story is probably going to have to be really good. It, it looked like there has to be it some looks sort like, of puzzle things. Exactly. No, you're right. It look it looks like basically kind of like a puzzle, maybe dumbed down. It takes two. We're like, it takes yeah. two, like your partner's holding one thing, like while the other partner's shooting at the target so that both of you can get through or that one of you can get through. It kind of maybe looks like that, like one, animal holds a rock while the other animal you know (laughs) slips under the rock you know something maybe a little bit more simplified um 
what was your take? Because uh, I know mine. What was your take on the Sonic Frontiers? Like just the entirety of what I'm they glad that there. I'm glad they cleared it up as an open zone game. So all we've really been seeing is the first area of the first zone pretty much, or like the first, I should say area. And then the zones are consequentially in that area. Yeah. I want to have hope for Sonic games because as I've mentioned before, this is a crucial moment for the Sonic team and what they, and what they can accomplish here riding off the success of what the Sonic movies have been. So it, I am optimistic about it. I feel like they have to take some sort of user input on this stuff because if they don't and make the, and make it a bad game, people aren't going to buy it. So I, I just, I can only hope that it meets like people's expectations. I'm optimistic, even though like those games tend to overwhelm me, like much like breath of the wild did where it's this huge like portion of land and I'm just a small little being meant to explore it. That's mm-hmm. why like breath of the wild took me so long to finish where because it's an open zone, I'm hoping it's going to be a smaller and more contained type. And because Sonic's whole thing is going fast, maybe getting through the map isn't going to be as cumbersome as one okay. would think. As long as like the puzzles are fun, combat's really fast and snappy because the best combat for Sonic was never these drawn out like combat sessions. When you're running through the level, you sometimes have to go into an enemy and you would, you know, spin dash one person into the next, into the next, into the next, and then keep running around. That's what they need mm-hmm. to keep doing. And yep. cause that was, you know, what combat was in those games. And then yeah. during the boss battles, having some sort of mechanic, I know that the Sonic games are usually meant for kids. They should probably try to keep it that way and keep it simple where, <laughs> yeah keep it fast, keep it snappy and puzzle wise, try not to make anything too. I don't, I don't know. Outrageous. I guess they, they just have to focus on other than that, making the game run well and making it make sense, I guess. Yeah. Cause that, that's what I worry about with all of the pop-ins of rails in the air. And that kind of thing is always kind of worrying with like, okay, like, there's just this random rail in the air and I don't know where it leads to or how to get there. Like I could see that's where frustration could lead with this game. Yeah. Yeah. I also go ahead. I don't know. I, I have no hope for that game. So like, I'll try it, but like I, who knows? It just looks like a walking disaster to me. (laughs) I'm i I'm pretty skeptical about the game too. Uh, they need yeah. to do something with the enemies that they've shown because there was no personality in whatever Sonic was fighting in that footage. And I know you're working with uh, what you can do visually on the Switch. They just try to do your best with it. Like, just I don't know if I'm I don't know why I'm talking directly to the developers now, but just try to do your best <laughs> with it. Like, Sonic Sonic needs to be revitalized. Sonic it was a big part of a crap ton of people's childhoods and I can't think of a franchise that has gotten it more wrong than right in like the last at least decade or so like they just had so many busts and this could be this could be the one that helps it revitalize itself you know instead of us having to go and play like the games like find a Sega emulator 
or something like that just to play the ones like from back in yeah, the day. Yeah, Sonic that... Generations is probably what a lot of people would go to. That was kind of the last critically acclaimed yeah. game because it brought it back to its roots. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But I don't have any other news. How about you guys? Nope. No, I'm good. Direct was nice, very refreshing. I wish there was something a video game announcement like that or some event like that every week because it's like mini Super Bowls. But other than that, no news for me. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into games this week where I'm going to go with a lot of us are probably trying new stuff or tackling our backlogs. For me, I'm trying out Wild Arms on Craig's recommendation. (laughs) And what, you know, what have you guys played? Um, So I took it upon myself to play the new release MX versus ATV Legends since, you know, highly anticipated. And I also tried the Capcom Fighting Collection that just came out. But besides those two, believe it or not, I am still banging my head against the wall in Demon Souls. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm still going. I haven't given up. Look at that. It's been like two weeks. You've passed the Tower Knight at least? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that's that, that, that that's but I, soft I'll get into it later, but like I am I believe I am hard stuck right now. Okay. But, you know, you get to that point where you're like, do I keep playing this game? But anyway, yeah. How about you, Craig? What have you been playing? Uh not quantity, but I guess quality in terms of how many I cause usually I could name like two or three, but I'm s i am did the second shadow run in the shadow run series. So I talked about returns. Now I'm in Dragonfall, which is drastically different from returns. And I'll talk about that. And, um, Craig, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but my wife and I finished the quarry. We were just, Hey, we were chugging away at it, you know, only playing it together kind of thing. And we finally finished it. So we could talk about that if you'd like as well. Okay, cool. Very games. Give me that wild arms, please. So Wild Drop Arms, I, I I first of all I'm Did you about get done like with the intro. Hours, yeah, I'm about okay, two cool. hours okay. into it. Okay. So I, I'm through the intro now. I do like the game so far. There are a couple nitpicks I have. I think the music is really good. Yeah. I really like the combat music. I really like the um the characters and what they have because it's it's so strange to have like a turn-based rpg where it's kind of centered around like a wild west territory Mm -hmm. and i i do like learning about each of these characters so far that anime opening is very strange Mm -hmm. i I, it felt like a fever (laughs) dream yeah but uh i like this so much better than chrono trigger just because like this combat and how like the zones inside like chrono trigger had these zones that i just did not want to understand or bother to where mm-hmm. this one has more of like a force and that kind of thing that you kind of build up, level up, and then, you know, more critical attacks happen. And really, some of the only bad things I have about it is I hate the text. It is impossible <laughs> to read. It's a weird uh, font. It, uh, Times New Roman was invented back then. Just make everything Times <laughs> New Roman. I get that they're going for an aesthetic. But there's right. a reason English teachers drilled Times New Roman into our heads for reports. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a reason not everybody writes in wingdings. And it's mm-hmm. because you can't read it. I, I, And it might just be my eyes, but I have such a hard problem really? reading the text that's on the screen. I've never it, had that problem, but I'm going to have to analyze it now. 
and see if it does look bad. Maybe I'm just so used to it. Maybe like for me, it is it is just like it is very hard to like get through. And I, I don't know. I can read it like I'm a man that can read. I finished <laughs> I'm English and reading class, <laughs> okay. but it's just You're a man the, of multiple font... languages, Barry. Yes, we believe it, you, Barry. Mm-hmm. The, it's just that the font irks me so much. It should be easier to read, but for whatever reason, it's not. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm. I don't stick with retro games very often. I might stick with this one. Yes. And I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to play it and see just because the story kind of gets me. And for me, the combat is fun. And that's what majority of these games are is combat has to be fun. I do know that these games like came out a lot. And I mean, a lot earlier for me. So my sense of direction, like I'm used to games having to hold my hand where I did spend. I did spend about 10 minutes finding Barry cave and that that was kind of rough for me, but I'm trying to break out of that mold to where I'm hoping I can find my way and get through the text long enough to read where I'm going next (laughs) if I can. So uh, other than that, Craig's recommendation was a good one. I like wild arms so far. I've a part of me wishes there was some sort of remaster that didn't have this terrible text or, you know, looked a little bit better, but uh, it's I like the transition. I can't say enough. I love the music. I was really surprised by the music choices that they went. The battle theme goes really hard. It does. So <laughs> the w- it does. Wild Arms su- surprisingly well received by me. It's it's nice because like you guys and like specifically you, Craig, have that knowledge of like the retro games where for me, the oldest I've ever gone is ocarina of time that's like the first game i can ever remember in my little childhood brain so going Mm. back and like playing these other games i'm like learning and discovering what games were like more back then it's almost like a i'm appreciate i'm trying to appreciate them for what they are and how and what they were back then you know what's crazy is my whole life i've always wanted a remaster of this game and it's always in the back of my mind i'm like i don't really think that there's like a huge group of people who played this game on PlayStation, but they did make four of these. There are four wild arms. So like, I don't know if it was probably maybe more over in Japan that this was more popular. Um, And I do agree with you that like, it does not hold your hand as far as telling you where to go. The good thing is, is when you start going to different areas, each area will be like, here's one town. Here's like a cave or something that you're supposed to go to. Or, you know, like a, a maze or something, and then that's it. So it's not mm. like you can get lost. But there are those times where you'll get, like, you'll go to a town, and there'll be one specific person that you need to talk to to get a specific item. But you have to find them. You have to literally talk to, like, every person in the uh, town. Or you may be going somewhere and being like, oh, there's this door here that I can't open. Where is it? You have to go talk to this random dude in the pub in this town and he'll give you the key and they're not yeah. going to tell you that it's kind of, you know, like early, early, uh, demon souls here where they're like, yeah, go figure it out on <laughs> yeah. your own. Um, yeah. <laughs> you should but yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's a, a great, great game. Listen to this. It's a banger. It goes, it, oh, wow. it goes that's, hard. That's like club worthy, yep. man. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get strict for that i don't think but anyway i'm glad you like it hopefully you stick with it um i think the sec isn't the second one 
on PlayStation Plus as well? I think there's four or three of them on PlayStation Plus, okay. if I'm being... I, okay. I, I know the third is there, which is why I texted you, which one am I supposed to play? Yeah. So <laughs> The ones that aren't on there, good luck trying to find them, because if you do find them, you're going to have to pay an insane amount of money, because they're usually super expensive. But I'm okay. glad at least the first one's on there, so everybody can experience it. It's not going to be for everybody, but I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I do. Um... Let me get uh, OK. So MX versus ATV Legends that came out this week. That's the thing that happened. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played any of the MX versus ATV games on like PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. They were OK. Like I didn't mind them. They were they were like a low rent uh, Tony Hawk right on okay. dirt bikes. Um, this one's trash. So you can go <laughs> ahead and skip it. <laughs> um, we're just going to leave it at that. It's terrible. Um I don't have anything to say about it. It's bad. It it looks bad. It controls bad. Um, it doesn't feel good. The music sucks. Uh, yeah, I don't have any redeeming qualities about it. Jeez, and uh, critic. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> um, Capcom Fighting Collection is actually kind of cool if you're into like the old style um, arcade games. There's Dark Stalkers on there. There's a, another version of Street Fighter Two. Like we don't already have ten bazillion versions Seriously. of that on every console ever. Um, but there's a lot of games on here that I've never played that I think were probably in the Japan, like the arcades in Japan, which are actually kind of fun. Um, I think this is actually pretty cool. If you could get this game for like 20 or 30 bucks, I think it's pretty solid if you're into fighting games. I'm not brave enough to play them online because I know I'll get just absolutely worked. But playing them offline against the you know the computer has been kind of fun. Um, reminds me of my childhood. So yeah, I, I, that one I do recommend. Capcom Fighting Collection. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. I didn't uh, want to say, like, yeah. I remember the ATV games just solely because when we used to play that when I was younger, you mm -hmm. would go out of bounds and it would just fly your character yeah, it would across fling you. the mat. Yeah. Yep. That, yep. <laughs> that's the only reason I remember having any fun in those games because we never played it for the dirt bike <laughs> or ATV reasons. It was just to get flung. So... <laughs> I think part of it is when those first couple ones came out, at least in my mind, because I was so heavy into skateboarding at, at that time and it had a, a huge presence in X Games, like the moto style, for, you know, like that became huge all of a sudden. I think I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool to watch. Let me try it. And I'm not like I don't I've never owned a dirt bike, you know, but like I always thought the games were entertaining. So I always give them a shot. But like I haven't seen a good mx versus atv game since like 2004 so yeah i mean no. i'm sure there's people out there who are like yeah give me another mx versus atv game but it's got to be like i don't know a couple thousand people maybe if that i don't know i don't know who's buying this game that they just keep cranking them out <laughs> i don't know i don't know who's buying this game <laughs> um i gotta give you my demon souls update let me give you please. my yes. weekly demon souls yeah. update please. okay so yes. I beat the first boss. We knew that, right? The yeah. blobs. Um, yep. I beat the second boss, which was the knight. Yes. Um, figured that out on my own. I just kind of rolled around and stabbed him in the feet. Uh, yep. What was the third boss? Oh, that was the spider. I was stuck okay. on the spider for a couple days until I figured out I could hide behind a pillar and cheese him to death with a bow and arrow. So I very nice. Very yeah. nice. Well done. Well done. <laughs> That's okay. how you do it. You got to cheese. That is cheese. how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That is, so, that is okay. Honestly. 
So a couple more of my frustrations after I figured that out, because I was getting super frustrated with that spider. I was like, I can't figure this out. I keep dying. Maybe I built the wrong class, but it's too late at this point to go back and start over because I'm hours and hours in. I think I'm yeah. like soul level 30 something. OK. All right. Right, right around right. there. OK. And I'm doing I did the barbarian, which is probably I now when I read up, I'm like, oh, that's a horrible choice. But whatever. Um, so I did that. And then I went on to the next one, which is the. He's he's made a fire. What's his name? Oh, Do you remember? Um... He's like a demon and he's made of fire. Oh, what's his name? I don't know. I forget his name. Uh, but anyway, I went to that next level and um, I was like, okay, I got through that level. No problem. Right. I can cruise through that level. I'm killing the enemies in like one or two hits. I feel like I'm doing good. And I get to him and I die like oh, seven, eight, ten times. We I'm talking about Flame Lurker? Is that the fire yes. thing? That, yes. Yes. Flame Thank Lurker, you, okay. Barry. Right. right. Flame Lurker, right? So I die like 10 times to him, and I'm like, okay, I need to rethink my strategy, right? Like you're supposed to do. So the yeah. first thing I do is like, let me look this up, and let me see what the right strategy is. So I look it up, and they're like, all right, you know, you got to be able to dodge around them. You can't just sit there, because up to this point, I've taken the approach of a big-ass shield, and I'm just <laughs> deflecting everything, yeah. right? And then stabbing. Yeah. Easy. So I get there and they're like, you can't do that with this guy. You got to roll around him. So then I spend the next day, right? Like, why is my character so slow when they're rolling? I don't understand. Wait. Yeah. Your so then I looked it up yeah. and I'm like, oh, you, you have, your weight rolling. has to be under 50, 50%. I'm like, Maybe. cool. Didn't know that. So I do that. And I'm like, okay. I go under 50%. I take off those big heavy armor. I'm wearing like robes now. Perfect. I get yeah. the small I get the small shield instead of the big clunky one. Yeah. I'm rolling around like a fool. Still can't beat him. So then I go down the hole of, all right, there's got to be a way to cheese this guy. There has to be. So I look up this cheese method with poison gas cloud, right? I'm like, okay, how do I get the poison gas cloud? So then I go down the rabbit hole of, oh, you got to go to this prison level and yep. get this guy out of prison. I do mm -hmm. that. And they're like, okay, he's back at the Nexus. I go to him, can't buy the poison cloud because I got to go beat this other guy on this other level, which uh, I forget what level it is. I'm on that level, can't even get to the boss. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm hard stuck at this point. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm strong enough for this level to get the poison cloud. I definitely don't feel like I'm strong enough to kill the, the flame demon dude. Um, and at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Do I just keep... Uh, the one level after you beat the knight, right? Like my cheese method is spawn into there and go kill like the blue demons that are like yeah. right there right and get there. souls. And get out. I'm like, yeah, and then get yeah. out and yeah. go in and out a million times yeah. and rack up souls. I've been doing that forever. I still don't feel like I'm strong enough at this point because I feel like my dodge game is not good enough and I don't think it's going to be. Um, I tried summoning somebody to help and they didn't help. Uh, they just kind of left. And I was like, they oh, okay, left. perfect. I don't know. I, I I am enjoying it, which is good, but I just feel like I am hard, hard stuck at this point, right? Like, I have no idea what to do. Um, I poked around the, the jail level. I poked around this other level that I'm supposed to go to. I've gone to each of these levels that are available, and I'll yeah. go into one and be like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to be here yet because I'm just getting wrecked. So let me go poke around these levels, and, you know, I just... I don't, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what to do anymore. 
I, I don't. I don't know what the right method is. And it's, it is kind of frustrating. Um, I even went and bought Demon Souls Remastered because it's on sale. Yeah. And I tried that and I was like, oh, God, this is awful. It looks like crap. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to play this game at all. Um, but yeah, I tried Bloodborne. The 30 frames per second is god awful. Yeah, that, yeah, terrible. that game. Yeah, that that is really what holds it back. That is that is really the thing that holds it back. I don't. I feel like I'm just at the point where I'm like, I want to play Demon Souls because it looks so nice, but I feel like I have nowhere else to go at this point. I I don't know what to do anymore. Um, and I've even been like, I'm sitting there in bed at night at like midnight trying to look up YouTube videos <laughs> on yeah. strategies, like the true Demon Souls player, and it's just not helping at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> you just got to text me and we can help. But mm-hmm. one, one thing I'll say is with that demons, with that demon soul remake is there is an order much mm-hmm. like how Mega Man is that you should be taking on these bosses. Right. Yeah, I'm is. pretty sure like if you're at flame lurker, you probably should have beat leech monger by now, which I'm not that? sure if you, think... it's a gigantic leech monster. You, nope, you'd know it. Seen you would, you would know okay. if you saw it. It's pretty disgusting. I, I got the idea that I'm supposed to like try out these other levels. The, um, there's like there is specifically an order to kind they of don't go tell through. You. Exactly. No, you no, have to go online look for it. Up. it. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the one that I looked up and they're like you have to beat Leechmonger to get the poison cloud, I think. Probably. And, and I was like, let me do that level. And that's the level I've been doing for the past two days. And it's a whole lot of like very narrow walkways. That, yeah, that area is yeah. hard. The, I, and I there's will say. Yeah. like I can one shot those. I don't know if they're like ogres or whatever. Um, no problem. But then there's the big ogres, the big guys yeah. with clubs. Yeah. And they just wreck me because there's no room to roll around. It's too narrow. I don't my magic is OK, but I don't think it's strong enough. So maybe I, I tend to run and, away. Yeah, okay. I tend to run away from them because like most monsters, I will say, are pretty stupid in that game. Right. If you get them to an area. If you, if you get them to an area where you can run around them, mm-hmm. just have them follow you, run around them, and then run the other way. Yeah, I know that yeah. I know there are a couple times with those kind of bigger guys where I've just I've done that instead of facing them because right. you're right, like it's very tight corridors in there, mm-hmm. and even like most go to for people playing Dark Demon Souls or any Souls game is instead of rolling backward, rolling toward, but those yeah. things still hit you even when you're rolling toward them. So, right, right. it. It's not just you like you're you're hitting that kind of wall that I think almost every Souls players hit like new or, you know, new or a veteran to the series. You hit that wall and kind of don't know where to go. So you end up grinding and Uh it ends up becoming more of a chore than having fun. And, you know, I've been having fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but it's just those parts. The the winning of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe that's because I don't have because I'm playing it so late, I don't have like other people are like, Oh, let me join you real quick and we'll get you through it. Instead. I'm just trying to like bang my head at it by myself. I don't know. Like, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to beat it by myself, you know, like I want to do it so I can say I did it. Um, I don't know. Well, like just, at, this, at this point, I was going to say, you just have to have somebody help you. Like, yeah, yeah. E- yeah. Even if I were to come in and show you how to beat the boss, then you would have an idea. Cause I'll admit, like, the online guides aren't, like, one strategy works for one person that isn't going to work for another. Exactly. And, like, with Flame Lurker, 
I kind of cheesed him in a way where there are like these bone type structures Mm -hmm. where he can't charge you. So if you get there and kind of lead him in there, he'll walk into it for a little bit before realizing. And for me, I was uh, I I was able to use arrows. Mm -hmm. So I'd get a few arrows at him. And then when he figured out like, hey, I can't do this, he would like come the other way and come at me. I just run over to the other side and then get him stuck again and then do the same thing over again. Like they there are ways to cheese it still. So the question I have then is. Like, obviously, right, I bought Demon Souls Remastered. I didn't realize that I actually owned Demon Souls for Xbox 360. But anyway, I bought Demon <laughs> Souls Remastered. I'm like, this looks terrible. I don't consider this a remaster because it looks terrible. Um, but Demon Souls 2 and 3 are on sale right now for Xbox, right? So Dark Souls 2 and 3. Dark yeah, Souls. Dark Souls. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I looked at those and I was like, do I even bother trying those? Or am I going to be in the same boat where I'm like, uh, these are, you know, kind of old at this point and don't haven't aged well um i was even in the middle of walmart yesterday staring at elden ring at this point and i'm like do i go back <laughs> in do i go back in and try elden ring again you know because i tried it for like an hour and i was like nope but now that i'm figuring it out like do i do i spend the 50 dollars and, and try to get into elden ring at this point and just say i don't want to give up on demon souls i feel like i can get past it but Man, I don't know. Like maybe Dark Souls two and three might not be a good idea either. Then, you, you know what it is, Craig. You know when you watch like interview with a vampire and there's like Lestat's character. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie, but it's mm-hmm. basically Tom Cruise's character talking to Brad Pitt's character about becoming a vampire. Yeah. It's like him helping him become a vampire. You get you've gotten bit by the soul's bug. And right. you're transitioning into what may be or not may not be a Souls player, but we all go through the same thing with our first Souls game. You like because like as you're explaining it, you keep jumping back to the same thing. You're like, I w- I'm going to beat it or I, I want to give it yeah. a shot or that's the yep. verbiage that keeps coming out. That's how I was with Bloodborne. I was like, you know what? This game is really making me mad. I'm at a st- stopping <laughs> yeah. point and I hate this game, but I also don't want to give up like yep. and it's interesting to just kind of see you in that transitional mode for you to be in Walmart thinking about <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. After giving demon souls, the shot that you've already given it, I think is a very funny step in, in yeah. a soul's yeah. person direction or a soul's journey, not that soul's journey, but the soul's game, you know, soul's player journey, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's just, I just striking. feel like at this, at this point, I'm just like, I should probably beat Demon Souls before I decide to put money into an Elden Ring, you know? Or yeah, I, I will say out Elden of... Ring. <laughs> yeah, true. You, you can borrow my copy. <laughs> I will say out of, like, I think the most accessible, I do think Dark Souls 3 would probably be the most accessible uh, mm-hmm. to you. Definitely. But I, I would say, like, try and stick with Demon Souls if you can. Yeah. I do feel like Demon Souls, like, it didn't... Demon Souls is pretty bundled down to where it's not too complicated, where Dark Souls, the Dark Souls series, and especially three has a lot more to do with, (coughs) excuse me, have to do with these open areas and revisiting and running back and forth. And Mm -hmm. like, I specifically remember, remember, especially like in Dark Souls two, where you're put in this like center of the map, 
and you they kind of just leave you to your devices in an Elden Ring way. But if you don't know where to go, like you're going into caves that beat you up in one shot and you really don't get that in demon in demon souls too much. Like even the even like storm's path, I think is called, which is the one where like lightning strikes the tree yeah. and those yep. skeletons roll out. I went in you. there. That was a bad idea. <laughs> so it, it, it is a little bit harder, but like all yeah. you need to do is have a shield that combats 100 percent physical and then those roles do nothing to you it's the very like small things that end up making the bigger difference in demon souls where dark souls games i feel like are so much more technically like advanced and throw harder enemies at you more randomly than demon souls does blocking yeah yeah where like dark souls 3 isn't that kind of game it is definitely one of the like the best like it's for me Personally, it's Bloodborne is my favorite, then probably Dark Souls 3 and then Demon Souls. Okay. Uh, I, I'm leaving Elden Ring out of that ranking because I'm going to be honest, I played it for a while and still haven't finished it to this day. So until I finish it, I probably won't give it a, an actual score. <laughs> so yeah. ju- mo- just like most games that came out during the Elden Ring time, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know because I'm like, well, my problem is, is these games look so old at this point and Elden Ring obviously looks good, but I, I do have that hesitancy where it's like, they're going to be like, here's this open world, go figure it out. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I really like Demon Souls being like, here's your levels, go beat them. Um, yeah. And I, I enjoy the get somewhere through this level and then, oh, you could, you just found a shortcut to open up to make your path that much easier every time you die. Like, I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Elden Ring is just kind of like that whole open world thing just really pushes me towards not wanting to play it. But in contrast, can we get a Bloodborne remaster, please? Please. <laughs> People have been clamoring for it, and I think we will get it one day. I yeah. really cannot wait for that. I, I can't. But yeah, that was sorry. We got we, way off the rails with that one. No, we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to help you. Yeah, but you guys should talk about the quarry. Yeah. All right. Give me the quarry. Go. I'm ready. Uh, so we managed to finish with the majority of the counselors. Um, I think we lost like maybe two people, Oof. like two of the good guys bunch. overall. Um, one got one definitely got maimed. Is that the correct word? When you lose, yeah, that's when you like lose a major limb. Yeah, one got yep. maimed. Yep, but Did survived. You cut it off? Yeah. Did you cut it off? Okay, yeah. cool. Me too. <laughs> um, I like the take on the main bad or the main monster in the game, but I found myself, I found myself just not liking it as much yep. as Until Dawn. But I like the quarry. I like mm-hmm. it. But like, let me put it this way: I'm I'm like 34, and I'm not like 34. I am 34, <laughs> and we yeah. started. We the reason why it took us so long to beat this is we kind of tried to start the game late, when the light when the like sun's like down down, but so not yeah. like 8:30, like at least 9:30, and sometimes we would even start it at 11:30. There were certain times in this game where I was nodding out because yep. the amount of time between conflicts and exploration 
Oof, yeah. Could sometimes be 30 or 40 minutes. And that's what Until Dawn didn't feel like for me. It felt like mm-hmm. a roller coaster ride, but like the roller coaster was going up and down and you had the rush of adrenaline. You never felt safe. In this game, they didn't even really it was it was you run for a minute, a couple of very easy quick time events, and yep. then your character's safe now. And then and, let's go on to the next character. Anime level of dialogue at points. Yes. Right? So oh much talking. Kingdom so Hearts level of dialogue? Yes. Uh, yes. It, it, it was it's it's a lot to get through, but like but it wouldn't be a problem and I know that a lot of people have already complained about this so this is nothing new, but it wouldn't be a problem if the characters' mouths and eyes actually lined up a little bit more with what was yep. going on because you'll have this interesting effect where if I'm talking to the camera as a particular and sorry for the listeners, but if I'm talking to the camera as a person in the game, my eyes would go up here and like, <laughs> yep. while I was talking to you and my mouth would look like you remember the Mario Party minio game, uh, sorry, mini game, the Mario Party mini game where you had to move the face to make it exactly like the picture. And that meant moving the mouth to the left, the eyebrow to the right yep. top. That's how some of these characters look when you're watching 30 or 40 minutes of dialogue. And some of it doesn't even really matter. Like, Mm. I liked getting attached to certain characters. But, Craig, you got to attest, there's certain people in that game that are part of the main cast of people that are, like, the protagonist who had a part. It happened early, like, three hours in the game, and then they didn't matter for like nope. the remaining six there's a couple yep. of them mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll tell you that like the ones i was the most attached to and i don't remember their names in the game but uh played the one girl played by uh ariel winter who's from modern family um mm-hmm. i enjoyed her character i liked her a lot um man who are brenda the other song? characters? huh i know brendan songs in it yeah um the guy who got the guy who got his uh arm cut off i enjoyed him he was one of the Um, best people in there yeah but that's about it the one dude from detective pikachu he was okay he was kind of annoying Um, and then isn't there isn't there somebody from righteous gemstones in there too maybe the older brother that cons or you know is uh season I can't and David Maybe Arquette. I like David Arquette I mean, is David Arquette. Yeah. Right. But, but I, they, I just didn't care about 75% of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're annoying. Yeah, there's a there's a <laughs> there's an interesting family that you meet, Barry, if you ever play the game. That's that's mm-hmm. pretty I, I, I guess I use the word interesting incorrectly. They're okay. They're intriguing. They keep the mystery of yep. them alive enough and they try to tie everything together. Uh but it just didn't have the adrenaline rush that until Dawn did. And then, Craig, I don't know if this happened to you, but the ending happened for us, and we were blown away by how underwhelming it was. It, yeah. Oh, there we, we go. <laughs> we made some specific we made some specific choices, and then all of a sudden the credits were rolling. Yeah, it was real quick, right? It was it was really quick. And until dawn, sorry for anybody who hasn't played the game, but there's this mm-hmm. really intense adrenaline filling scene where you basically are looking at all these characters you've been trying to keep alive yep. and they're standing between the bad person the bad thing 
in the game yep. and you have to make these quick time event moves to get them all out the house. It was magnificent. Yep. The quarry just we made a couple of decisions and then all of a sudden we won. Like we were yeah. we, like we yeah. like we won. Okay. There was there was a couple instances where I thought like the ending for sure I was like, "Oh, maybe I got the bad ending cuz it just kind of ended." Like, oh, maybe that's just like the really bad ending. I had there's a instance where uh, when you're in the cabin and it's the two girls and one of them has a shotgun and mm. one of the werewolves is in the house. Right. And it's chasing you. And you're making yeah. all these decisions. And then it comes to the point where, at least for me, the, the girls got separated. So one's on this side, the right side of the werewolf, and you're on the other with the shotgun. Right. Mm -hmm. And the quick time event comes up. Do you shoot at the werewolf? And I'm like, okay, I I already found the silver uh, buckshot for the shotgun. Yes. I'm good. I'm good, right? So it starts coming towards me. I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I line it up. I shoot. And then the game says, you missed. You're dead. And I was like, what? wait, what? I was so confused. Like, it didn't, there wasn't like a, oh, you hit it, but it didn't die. It said I missed. And then my yeah. character just got mauled and died. And I was like, um, okay. That's not what it all it looked like on my screen, but okay, I guess. And I don't know if it was like a glitch. Maybe I did miss, but I was just like, uh, that's I don't think that's what was supposed to happen there at all. It's just very weird. Yeah. So two questions for you. Very small questions. Number one, mm -hmm. do you have did you have the three rewinds? No. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to get it after you play. We had them during the game. Okay, well, that helps the you then. It didn't help me. <laughs> yeah, because the same exact thing happened. Because, you know, we're it passing said you the missed? controller. Well, yeah, we're passing the controller to each other. I had that part. I lined it up. Like, it's not yeah. my first time holding a gun in a video game. And yeah. they gave you plenty of time to line it up. And it said we missed. We ended up revitalizing that character. But technically, if we didn't have those, she would not have been part of the group that remained. Because it was okay. the same exact thing. Silver Slugs that moment yeah. and you're like what i sh yeah. i shot i shot that i shot yeah. that so i don't <laughs> just know just a weird choice i don't know if that was designed that way for it to be like oh if you decide to shoot at it at all you die maybe that's what they were going for and they I wanted you to run away but it was just a weird choice i was not happy with that at all um no. i don't think it's a terrible game i just think it's not no. as good as until dawn it's not um, yeah. but if you have a friend who has a copy, borrow it mm -hmm. and give it a shot. Cause it's definitely worth that. I don't know if you want to spend the 70 bucks on it, yeah. but cause it will give you about 10 hours until Dawn's but, on the PlayStation plus collection. Go play that. Go play that. If you have upgraded your, or yeah. I, I guess you wouldn't need to upgrade it for that. Would you? Mm -mm. It's in, it's in the no, normal it's PlayStation in the plus. It's in the normal. Yeah. Yeah. So go mm -hmm. play that. By all yeah. means, go play that. Better choice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel better talking that out. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Did you want to talk about that other Shadowfall game? Uh, very, very. Yeah, it's actually a very quick one with that. Uh, Shadowrun Returns is the first one. They recommend that you don't start with that one. Um, I am playing the Dragonfall, which is set in Germany. It is the second portion. It is a heck of a lot better because what they did differently in this particular one prior to the other one is that in the other one, it's a turn-based game, just like this one. You hire runners for every mission that you have. You come back from the mission. 
they you can hire them again, but they have no story. In this particular um, one, they have characters that have a backstory. And after every mission, every run that you do, you go back and you talk to the characters and they do a great job with character development. If you even prompt or respond to their prompts correctly, you get a mission dedicated to each of them. And that's part of the uh, director's cut, which is the one that is available on Xbox. Um, the game itself has a better storyline. Um, in the first one, you were solving a friend's murder that ended up being a lot bigger than what it was supposed to be. This one takes place in Germany. Your leader gets murdered trying to hack into a system. She like literally her head explodes. Basically, she has like a stroke exploded head kind of thing. And uh, you basically take over as leader of the team. And there's dragons in this one, which is great. But it's like the it's like the cool dragons, the dragons that are able to look like you and I. They were able to look like humans. So they kind of like are within the shadows making things run. But long story short, because I haven't beaten the game yet. Um, if you didn't hear me talk about Shadowrun Returns last week, um, Shadowrun Dragonfall is the game that you should start with. Do not start with Shadowrun Returns. Um, it is great. If you need something to get you, if you're like me with Mario plus Rabbids, who you're waiting for that game. I don't know how many people are um, like <laughs> I am, but this is the turn-based strategy game that is going to get me to that point. And also get me to Xenoblade Chronicles and before that stray. So this is like perfect. <laughs> so I don't know about I don't know about you, Barry, but when he was describing going back and talking to people, I got flashbacks to Scarlet Nexus and I sh I like shivered a little bit. <laughs> he 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 mentioned and I think of I think a fire emblem. <laughs> so sure I, I have people. been interested in yeah, I've been I have been interested in trying that game. Once I get a bit more through the other games and playing like Warriors right now, I probably plan on trying that next. So it's good. We'll get we'll get there eventually. But let's go ahead and talk about the movies for this week and TV shows. For me, I watched The Bad Guys available on Peacock, and I have also finished Stranger Things. Yes. Oh, what I about also, you guys? I finished Stranger Things and I watched The Princess on uh, I think it's on Hulu. That would be yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you, Craig. Uh, I unfortunately did not finish Stranger Things. Um, no. It was a pretty light. No, no, we can't talk about the sport. No, we can't. We can't. No, I don't want to ruin anything for you. All right. Well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to power through it this week because, like, I okay. want you guys to be able to talk about it. Um, That's fair. I I don't know if but I like you. Let me just make sure you've watched like Stranger Things. Like you just have to watch the new season that came out, or like are you talking about like you got to start fresh? Oh no, I don't have to start fresh. What I personally would like to do is I would like to rewatch season three and four, which with you as you guys know, I have a lot more time to do now. So mm -hmm. like I could do that in a week. I could definitely okay. do that in a week. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. I can hold off a week. I can hold it in. I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about me. I have this. I've got one thing I want to talk about so bad, but I've, uh -oh. I'll leave it. I'll leave okay. it. Okay. You know, the the thing that I did watch, which I am okay if we don't give any time to, is oh, I watched um, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which is, is a that four the anime. Part, yeah, the four part anime that is set in between Resident yeah. Evil Four and Resident Evil Five, and I watched that the one like on. That. Uh, 
it's on it, Netflix, is that right? the one on Netflix? Okay, it's, oh, I watched that the, crap. It's crap. Oh. <laughs> it's such crap. It's so bad. Oh, it's like it's like comfort food crap, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Barry, you should watch I, it. Yes, I don't want to. I'm interested now, to be honest. Oh yeah, my god, it's, it's, it's terrible. Not good. It's, it's not good. It's man. so bad. It's not. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, you so know what? what I'll do is good. I was gonna say I'll just talk about the bad guys. But what were you gonna say? Go ahead, because I did watch Bad Guys a while ago. But go ahead. Uh, bad guys, I loved it. I okay. really, really liked. Uh, I thought it was really entertaining throughout it all. It has like good slow parts and and like when it's slow, it ends up picking up the pace really well. I just I don't know what to expect, like really out of animation movies right now, but I can see why this movie is so generally loved uh, by people who did see it. It's got a really good Rotten Tomatoes rating, and I can see completely why uh, there isn't much to say about the bad guys, but it is it's really good. I really liked uh, the voice acting, especially in it, too. Everybody does a really good job of uh, voice acting in this movie. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was entertaining. I thought it was a little slow at times, but overall, I thought it was very well done. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, The Princess, which is on Hulu, I had watched like the short trailer and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Um, The best way to describe it is... She is a princess who is stuck in the top of a tower because she's going to get married to a prince and she does not want to get married to him. Something we've seen before. But what they don't tell you is that it literally becomes. Did you ever see the raid? Mm. Well, neither one of you. Okay, Mm. so they made two of them. The raid is a foreign movie that was literally like a police officer has to get to the top of this building, kind of like dread back in the day. Oh, and that's what he does. I saw the first one. I saw the first one. Yep. Yep. I saw Raid. This is what they're doing in Princess, the princess, except she has to get from the top of the tower down to the bottom. Um, Oh, wow. And uh, I did not expect that. And I like the idea of them taking like the classic fairy tale. Like it literally opens with her asleep in the bed. And there's like two knights that come up to the top of the tower to bring her down. And she kills both of them. Um, And it's just literally like, it reminded me of the raid a little bit of like a female John wick set in medieval times where she's just like knives and arrows and all that kind of stuff. It was super entertaining. Like I like that idea of like, I don't need a huge story, right? She's at the top of the tower. She's trying to get away from this guy who's sending people up to bring her down and she just got to get to the bottom. That's all I need. Right. Her, her uh, father, the King is in the prison at the bottom. She's not, she's got to go rescue him and her mom and her sister. Um, but she has been like trained secretly. She's been training to be like this badass, and she just like kills so many people. Um, <laughs> it's like those stupid movies are so much fun to me where like I don't need a complex plot, just let her go. Um, and she does yeah. a great job. So, like, if you have Hulu, definitely check that out. I enjoyed it, I thought it was a good hour and a half. Um, but yeah, that's what I watched. I thought it was cool. And, and we, we'll do the Stranger Things. Barry, you can just text me what you need to tell me. Okay, I can do that. If you need to get it off your chest this week. And I will commit to getting it up today so we can have a nice long chat about it. Okay, I like that. I I like that idea. So we've come to the conclusion that the Resident Evil anime is trash enough that I should watch it. Watch it. We can talk about it for 15 hours straight because it's it's really awful. Mm. It's so bad. I can't can't wait to have all three of us in Barry's anime corner. So I'll watch it. It's the dark, dark corner of anime. 
really dark, dark corner. Movie. I think that's probably like I watch anime on Netflix, so I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen it. So a part of me thinks Netflix knows that they're burying it so yep. far deep that I don't see it. They're ashamed. The only, <laughs> the only positive thing about it is that Leon and Claire are in it, and that's mm-hmm. it. Just that yeah. their okay. presence is in it. But like, I'll give it a shot. They're I there. can't. I they're there. They're 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 there. It's so bad. It's so bad. I'll give it a shot. Why not? Yep. So that's gonna be it for the podcast this week, guys. Thank you for listening. If you did like it, please make sure to share it with friends and review it on your podcast listening platform of choice. If you're interested in contacting or emailing us, we do have an email at high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com and if you're watching on youtube please make sure to like subscribe and share it with your friends uh sorry i couldn't get the video up last week it was corrupted i spent way too much time on it like (laughs) but we have some cool intros the logo uh the logo i think a lot of people like it so thank you everybody who's done that and just continue to support us and however you can i really appreciate all the new listeners getting this week uh once once i have a little bit of moolah saved up i plan on rewarding people so just stay (laughs) stay tuned for that so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time see you later see you later happy fourth happy fourth